Back in the day, picking an email marketing company was easy. Pretty much every author used MailChimp, and MailChimp was the best pick for almost everyone. Sadly, those days are over. MailChimp is not the platform it used to be. It's become expensive, hard to use, and it lacks some of the key features that authors most need to build their lists and send the kind of emails readers want to open. Not only has MailChimp gotten worse, but its competitors have gotten way better. In this episode of Novel Marketing, you're going to learn some amazing email marketing tips and strategies, as well as some cool alternatives to MailChimp. If MailChimp is the only email marketing service you've ever tried, I'm about to blow your mind and introduce you to a beautiful new world. In this episode, I'm going to teach you an email strategy and then talk about how to implement that strategy on the top email platforms, giving you a good idea of the pros and cons of the various options. Even if you're happy with your email provider, I imagine there's some tips to glean from this episode. So if you're wanting to get more email subscribers, grow your list, and have your readers more engaged with the emails that you send, stick around. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr., CEO of Author Media, and this is Novel Marketing, the longest-running book marketing podcast in the world. This is the show for writers who want to build their platform, sell more books, and change the world with writing worth talking about. Now, before we get to the advanced list building strategies, I need to answer a question a lot of new authors ask, and that is, why can't I just use Outlook or Gmail to send my newsletters? There's a thinking that you can just add all of your friends and family to a big BCC blind carbon copy and blast them all from your email inbox that you use to send all your regular email. And there's five reasons why this is a bad idea. One is that there's no way for people to automatically subscribe, and there's no way for people to automatically unsubscribe. This means that doing your email list this way is incredibly time-consuming. Your time is more valuable than adding and subtracting people from your BCC list. It's also, there's no way to track if people are opening your emails. If you want to be traditionally published, this is a key metric. Your publisher is going to want to know what your open rate is on your email list. Also, blind carbon copying your friends, especially friends who didn't opt in to get your emails, is really annoying. It's the uh, multi-level marketing tactic, and it's not a good way to make friends, influence people, or build a real email list. And finally, it's potentially illegal. <laughs> so if you read the Can Spam Act, there are some requirements for emails that are sent for marketing purpose, and you BCCing your list with Outlook is not in compliance with the Can Spam rules. And the GDPR rules that uh, Europeans need to follow are even stricter. So don't use your regular email program for sending email. You need to use an email service provider like MailChimp, MailerLite, or ConvertKit. Those are the big three that most authors use. And in fact, I would estimate 80 to 90% of authors use one of those three platforms. So if you're wanting to use email programs that you can ask other authors for help with, those are the three you want to use. And those are the three we're going to be comparing. Let me give a quick summary of each one, and then we'll get to the strategies and how each service uh, measures up for implementing that strategy. MailChimp uh, is the platform that most authors start with. And a lot of authors start there because they had a really generous free plan. It's not as generous as it used to be, but it still allows you to have 2,000 subscribers for free. Now, last year, they crippled the free plan, and they took a lot of the features out of the free plan. Uh, but you can still send emails up to 2,000 subscribers with MailChimp without spending 
any money. When MailChimp first made this change, I was kind of on the fence about the changes. In fact, we did a whole episode, how to navigate the MailChimp explosion. And I said, you know, if you're with MailChimp and you're happy staying with MailChimp, then that's fine. And after watching MailChimp for the last year and a half, I am ready to change my vote to MailChimp is not a good idea for most authors most of the time. Uh, the competitors have just gotten so much better. And I've worked more closely with those alternatives and really fallen in love with both MailerLite and ConvertKit. MailerLite is probably the most popular of the three for platforms that people switch to. Now, while MailerLite doesn't give you as many free subscribers as MailChimp, it's a fully featured free plan. Also, once you start paying for MailerLite, it's half the price of MailChimp. So it's a much cheaper option all the way down the board. ConvertKit is uh, the fancy one. It's, it's the premium one, and it's the one option here that was designed specifically for authors and bloggers. So while MailerLite and MailChimp were designed for businesses, ConvertKit was designed for people just like you. And because of that, it has an ease of use to it that is unprecedented. There's nothing else that's as easy as ConvertKit. Uh, things that are 10 steps in MailerLite or MailChimp are one step in ConvertKit. It's just so much easier to use because it's actually built for authors. It's not a small business tool that you have to kind of fight with to get to work for you. It has exactly the features you want and none of the features are co that complicate things, none of the features that you don't want. Uh, it is more expensive uh, than MailerLite, but many authors find that that added expense is well worth the cost due to the ease of use and due to the fact that they don't need to hire an expert to work it for them. Right? What's the point of saving money if you have to then pay someone a lot of money to use the email platform for you? So now that you know the players, I'm going to go over several email marketing strategies and talk about how each platform relates to each strategy. Even if you use a different email platform, my hope is, is that this episode will still be beneficial to you. So let's talk about list growing strategies. How do you grow your email list? Well, the first strategy that you can take to the bank, pretty much every author can put this strategy to use, is using what's called a reader magnet. A reader magnet is a free short story, tip sheet, or something else that is immediately interesting and valuable to your readers. What your reader magnet should be depends on what you write. For novelists, it's pretty much always a short story or even a free uh, novella. But for nonfiction, the possibilities are endless <laughs> for what you can use as a reader magnet. And while it is technically possible to give away reader magnets with MailerLite and MailChimp, it is so hard that most authors don't ever figure out how to do it. And many uh, use a third-party service like BookFunnel or Story Origin to deliver the reader magnet. Now, while ConvertKit integrates with BookFunnel and Story Origin, so you can use those to give away your reader magnets, you don't need to because ConvertKit has reader magnets, or what they call lead magnets, built right into the platform. So if all you want to do is give away a PDF, ConvertKit makes that super easy to do right there in the app. So the winner of this first round when it comes to reader magnets as a way of building your email list is ConvertKit. And for more on how to create reader magnets, we have a whole episode on that. Episode 145, How to Create a Reader Magnet. Now let's talk about landing pages. Landing pages are web pages specifically designed to get people to sign up for your newsletter. They can live on your website, but they don't have to. In fact, all three email platforms offer a landing page 
Builder, where you can quickly build a landing page there inside of MailChimp, MailerLite, or ConvertKit. Landing pages work best when they are carefully tailored for the audience that you are targeting. So for example, let's say you do a podcast interview. You'll get more newsletter subscribers if you create a special reader magnet connected to the topic of your interview and create a special landing page for the listeners of that podcast. Not only that, but if you use this method, you'll know exactly how many subscribers you got from which podcasts, which is very helpful in measuring to know what works and what doesn't when it comes to your marketing. MailChimp and MailerLite have powerful drag and drop editors that give you a lot of control over the look of the page. This is good if you want to make complicated landing pages, which is useful for selling complicated products. The thing is, as an author, simple landing pages tend to get more subscribers. So that power is a temptation to build less effective landing pages, overly complicated landing pages. Now, MailChimp and MailerLite also make adding a reader magnet to the landing page a complicated process. It is multiple steps and going from page to page to make sure everything is linked correctly. In fact, often when I do this, I have to add the file in WordPress and then take the hyperlink to the direct file in WordPress and paste it into the confirmation email in MailChimp. It's a real hassle. With ConvertKit, on the other hand, it has a simple landing page builder where you can add a reader magnet right there on the landing page. And it is easy enough where I've built a landing page in five minutes right before giving a speech. So I knew I was about to speak to an audience. I was able to throw together a landing page in five minutes and during my speech, tell everyone about the landing page where they could then go and sign up for the landing page. Uh, if you want to learn more about making landing pages, we have a whole episode on this as well. Episode 202, how to create a landing page. And our winner here is ConvertKit. The next strategy for growing your email list is third-party integrations. And in general, all three platforms integrate with the major WordPress themes like Divi and with list-building plugins like Bloom. So where it really matters, there's not a whole lot of difference between these three platforms. One difference is that ConvertKit has special Teachable and Podia integrations that make it the best pick if you ever plan to make courses. Teachable and Podia are popular uh, course building platforms. So if you write nonfiction, uh, the additional money you spend on ConvertKit will more than pay for itself in its ability to help you sell courses a little bit better. MailChimp has a slightly deeper integration with MyBookTable and MyBookProgress, but that said, you can still connect MyBookTable and MyBookProgress to MailerLite or ConvertKit. You just have to create a landing page first. You just paste in the link to that landing page there in the plugin, and it's integrated. So that slight deeper integration really doesn't make much of a difference. So while this is almost a tie, I'm going to give the win at least for nonfiction authors to ConvertKit. And for novelists, I'm going to say all three are more or less a tie. I wouldn't make your buying decision based off of the third-party integrations that the platform has. So with that, ConvertKit wins the first three rounds when it comes to growing your list. It's easier to grow your list with ConvertKit. But let's talk about engaging your list. It doesn't matter how many subscribers you have if those subscribers aren't opening, reading, and clicking on the links inside of your emails. So which platform is best for connecting with and thrilling your subscribers? And that brings us to list engagement strategies. 
So the first and most important list engagement strategy is something called an onboarding sequence. When someone first joins your list, they tend to have a lot of questions about you. And this is a great opportunity for several emails to drip out to that person over the next few days, letting them know about you, about your books, and about your writing. These onboarding sequence emails, these drip emails, tend to have the highest open rate of any email you ever send, period. It's not uncommon to see open rates 50%, 60%, or even more on an onboarding sequence. Authors with onboarding sequences have a stronger, deeper connection with their readers than authors without an onboarding sequence. Their readers know them better, they like them better, and they're more likely to buy their books. So how do these three platforms measure up when it comes to onboarding sequences? Well, we have a clear loser in that is MailChimp. If you have 500 subscribers, MailChimp charges you $50 a month to be able to send an onboarding sequence. That is more than ConvertKit and more than MailerLite. And just because you are able to, because you're paying, doesn't mean that you actually have an onboarding sequence. Of the dozens and dozens of authors that I've worked with and talked with about email in the last few months, I can think of only one who has an onboarding sequence with MailChimp, and it was because she hired someone to set it up for her. That is how hard MailChimp is to work with when it comes to onboarding sequences. It is just a nightmare. Many have tried and few have succeeded to go to the unlit lands of MailChimp's onboarding sequence builder. So uh, the cost for an author with 500 subscribers using MailerLite to have an onboarding sequence is $0. That's right. Well, it's $50 a month if you're on MailChimp. It's free if you're on MailerLite. MailerLite's free plan, which goes up to 1,000 subscribers, includes onboarding sequences. This is why MailerLite is so popular with authors, particularly novelists, because it has the most generous free plan when it comes to onboarding campaigns. Now, I actually prefer ConvertKit's sequence builder. I find that ConvertKit is even easier than MailerLite when it comes to building an onboarding sequence. It is so, so easy. But ConvertKit doesn't offer it for free users. So I'm going to kind of, we have a, a split win here. So we have a clear loser, and that is MailChimp. It's just the worst at any price point. It's awful. If you have more than 1,000 subscribers, I'm going to say ConvertKit is the winner. Because if you're having to pay, it is really nice for it to be just dead simple to do. If you have less than 1,000 subscribers, the clear winner is MailerLite. And I will say, while MailerLite is harder than ConvertKit, it's still easier than MailChimp. So it's a, it can be kind of a best bang for the buck if you're on a tight budget and wanting an onboarding sequence. And I wish we had an episode on onboarding sequences. We promised one like a year and a half ago, uh, and it didn't happen. <laughs> the, the effort of making the onboarding sequence episode broke the podcast <laughs> in a sense, and Jim uh, wasn't able to do it. I am planning to do an episode on onboarding sequences. I'm going to put together a template to go along with that episode and kind of write some draft onboarding sequence emails. It's a lot of work to do that which is why it hasn't happened yet. But it is in the cards. It is a desire for the future. So stay subscribed if you're wanting help creating an onboarding sequence. And now that more of our listeners are moving away from MailChimp, it makes more sense to talk about onboarding sequences. Because when you're using MailChimp, it's just too hard. 
or impossible if you're on the free plan. It, it, and so why talk about it when none of our listeners can do it? But now a lot of people have moved away from MailChimp already or they're about to. Uh, the next element of engaging your subscribers is list cleaning. Sometimes people abandon an email address. They were using Yahoo and they switch away from Yahoo. But Yahoo offers unlimited email storage, which means that Yahoo inbox continues receiving mail for months or years. And it's sad because the emails are piling up and there's no human to read them. Now, this doesn't just cost you money to send email to this abandoned email address. It also makes your emails more likely to go to promotions or to spam. So what should you do? The answer is to clean your list. List cleaning is when you gather together all the email addresses that are not opening your emails. You send them a few emails to make sure that they're really gone, and if you hear nothing, you remove them from your list. Keeping your list clean of these abandoned email addresses is like keeping your house free from bugs. It will save you money, because they're not damaging the foundation, and make the people who do want to get your emails more likely to get them. ConvertKit and MailerLite both have good ways to clean your list, and MailChimp does not anymore. They used to. They used to have a way of segmenting your list to find the old dead emails, and they have crippled that feature. Now the only way to do it is to try to use MailChimp's broken star system, and that's a terrible way to do it. There's effectively no way to clean your list, even if you are an email list expert. The way to clean your email list on MailChimp is to move to someone else for six months, clean your list, and move back to MailChimp. That's how bad it is. And it's one of the reasons why I don't recommend to pay for MailChimp anymore. MailChimp wants to keep you paying for all those old abandoned email addresses that no one checks. So if you're using MailChimp, expect to have a lower delivery rate than if you're using MailerLite or ConvertKit. And remember, delivery rate is one of the things that savvy publishers look at. So if you're wanting to be traditionally published, MailChimp can be poisonous for you, especially if you've been building your email list for a long time. The older your email list is, the longer you've been building it, the more abandoned emails you have in that list and the lower your open rate is going to be as a result. So I'm not declaring a winner in this category because uh, both ConvertKit and MailerLite have great ways to uh, clean your list, but I am declaring a loser, and the loser is MailChimp. <laughs> so the next strategy of engaging your email subscribers is email templates. Now, as an author, you have one advantage over Amazon, and it's a big one. Amazon has infinitely more fame than you, more money than you, more notoriety than you, but there's one thing that you have that Amazon cannot have, and that is that you are a human being. While Amazon is a faceless corporation, you are a real human person with a face, a name, and a personality. Now, there's a belief in some author circles where authors think that the path to success is to set aside that one advantage and try to look as corporate as possible. These authors get logos designed and they want fancy email templates with graphical banners and lots of pretty colors. And this is a tragedy. If those authors were measuring their marketing, they would find that simple human emails get more opens, more clicks, and more replies than emails with fancy templates. I have read the research on this and I've done the tests myself. And I'm convinced that simple emails do better, especially when they're coming from a real human being. 
Think about the emails that your friends send you. Think about the emails that your family sends you. They don't have a fancy banner. They don't have lots of images. Maybe they have a few hyperlinks. Maybe they have an image, but they are not super fancy. And you want your emails to feel like they're coming from a trusted friend and not from a faceless company. Now, if you subscribe to the Author Media Newsletter, and I know many of you do, you'll see that every email that comes from me feels like it's coming from me, even though the from line says Author Media, which I'm kind of stuck with because that's what everyone is used to seeing in their inbox. Every other aspect of the email is personal. It's signed by me. If you reply to it, the email comes to me. I I read every email that I get and I respond to most of them. Almost all of them I'll say I respond to. So I love interacting with listeners. And every time I send out an email, I know I've got a hit when I get a lot of responses. And when no one responds, I know that episode is going to be a dud or at least it's going to be less popular. I realize a lot of people listen kind of quietly in the background and they don't respond to every email. MailChimp and MailerLite were built for businesses, and they have lots of corporate-looking templates. And the result is that those fancy templates that work great for restaurants work terrible for authors. It is possible to send human-style emails with MailChimp and MailerLite. In fact, that's what we did for years. We used to use MailChimp at Author Media, and I would work hard to make the email not feel like it was sent for MailChimp, but it was extra work. (laughs) I was doing extra work to try to make it look and feel human. Uh, ConvertKit, on the other hand, has that human style template built right into the interface. Yes, you can add images, you can add hyperlinks, but by default, sending an email from ConvertKit is more like sending an email from Outlook or Gmail than it is like building a web page. And this makes the emails more opened, more clicked on, more responded to, and builds a stronger emotional connection between you and your reader. And this is what you want. You want to come across as a friendly human being, not a faceless corporation. So the winner here when it comes to email templates is ConvertKit. If you're an author, if you're a restaurant, the loser is ConvertKit because it's really not a good platform if you want that fancy corporate uh, interface. So uh, the winner here is ConvertKit for the engagement, uh, but MailerLite is a close second. So MailerLite is just as good at list cleaning and is arguably better on onboarding sequences, especially if you have a free campaign. So the next factor to look at, we've looked at list building strategies, we've looked at uh, email engagement strategies, now let's talk about pricing. So this is the final consideration and pricing is where MailerLite is the clear winner. They have the best free plan and at every price point they are often half the price of MailChimp in ConvertKit. Now on the surface, uh, MailChimp may look to be a tiny bit cheaper than ConvertKit, especially if you have a really big list, but this is a deception. It's a trap. (laughs) The reality is MailChimp, since they don't let you clean your list of the dead emails that bloat your list, ends up being far more expensive than ConvertKit. So if you're paying for MailChimp, you will find that you actually save money and hassle and stress by switching to ConvertKit. It's what I did and it's what I've helped a lot of authors do. And we, no one has looked back. Everyone has raved about the process and how wonderful ConvertKit was. If all of you have experienced was MailChimp ConvertKit is so much better. That said, the authors who switch to MailerLite also love switching to MailerLite and they love the money that they're saving switching to MailerLite. The older your list is, the more of a difference that cleaning 
will make. And so if you have an old list on MailChimp, you may save yourself a lot of money by switching to either ConvertKit or MailerLite, but you'll always save more money moving to MailerLite. So the winner is MailerLite. So one question you may be asking is, is it easy to move? Maybe you're on MailChimp and you wanna switch, uh, or maybe you're on ConvertKit or MailerLite and you wanna switch. Well, I've never met anyone who wants to switch away from ConvertKit, maybe you're wanting to save some money. The answer is, regardless of which of these you're switching from, the process of moving is super easy. It takes about 15 minutes, and it's mostly just typing in your password and your username, and everything imports automatically. It is so much easier than it used to be to move from one email provider to another. I know authors who put this off for years because they think, especially MailChimp authors, because they think moving away from MailChimp is going to be this convoluted, complicated process. But here's the thing. You're not doing that process on MailChimp. You're doing that process on the glorious green fields of the new provider, and they make it really easy to move away. I refuse to do this for somebody as a paid service until they try to do it themselves. And in almost every instance, once they try to do it themselves, they're shocked at how easy it was. It's often easier to move away from MailChimp than it is to send an email with MailChimp. And that's when you know your interface has gotten too convoluted. So final verdict, I use ConvertKit. That's the one I have switched to. And if you can afford it, it's the best pick. If you are time poor and cash rich, ConvertKit will be the easiest and fastest and most enjoyable platform to use. And especially if you're doing nonfiction and you're wanting to do courses to go along with your book, that extra money is a really good investment spent on ConvertKit. MailerLite comes in as a close second. And if you're on a tight budget, it's the best pick for you because it's so much cheaper. Uh, a lot of novelists like MailerLite due to that lower price. And if you're not sending very many emails, and if you're not writing books very quickly, it can make sense to try to keep that cost as low as possible so you're not getting hammered every month with a uh, big email bill when you're only writing a book every year or two. And if you're willing to put in the extra work to figure it out, you can save a lot of money with MailerLite. So authors are really happy with MailerLite. As for MailChimp, I only think it makes sense if you're a college student with no money and you have more than 1,000 subscribers and less than 2,000 subscribers. If that describes you, then you can stay with MailChimp. For everyone else, I don't think MailChimp is the best pick. I feel like you're going to get a better free plan with MailerLite where you can send that onboarding sequence than you would get with MailChimp. And I don't see any reason to ever pay for MailChimp. For the less money you can have ConvertKit, which is so much easier to use. It's just shockingly more easy to use. Get the 30-day free trial, play with it, and you will be like, wow, I had no idea MailChimp was so hard. And it's like taking the weights off your feet and running the track. You're like, wow, this is so much easier than it was before. Our featured patron today is Michael Jack Webb, author of Infernal Gates. Time is running out for Ethan Friedman, an ex-Special Forces Ranger, to stop a conspiracy to free the Destroyer and his horde of fallen angels. So thank you, Michael Jack Webb, for being a patron of the Novel Marketing Podcast. If you would like to be a patron of the Novel Marketing Podcast and get the free bonus episode that comes out every month that features my wife. My wife reads uh, the patron questions now, so if you want to hear my wife's voice, uh, it's only for patrons. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com. And if you can't afford to become a patron, but you still want to support the show, you can't. Just use one of the affiliate links 
in this post. I have affiliate links for ConvertKit, MailerLite, and MailChimp. So whichever one you pick, they will send me a little something for sending you there, and it doesn't cost you any extra money. This is a really great way to support the show without spending any money, and it really does help me every month put on new episodes. Our sponsor today is the free course, How to Build Amazing Websites. And in this course, I actually talk about email, and there's a whole section inside this course about picking the right email platform. (laughs) So in this course, you're gonna learn how to build a website, even if you're not a techie person. It's a step-by-step guide on how to set up the hosting, how to get started with a theme, and you get to watch me as I go through the process of doing it myself. I actually built a website an example website just for this course, and you can get it absolutely for free at authormedia.com slash courses. And as a quick uh, personal update, uh, we are growing out of our house, (laughs) so it's amazing. The house that seems so large for a single man and even for some newlyweds is now bursting at the seams with babies and a home office. (laughs) And I realize the pandemic seems to be a crazy time to go into the housing market. But my wife and I have started the process of house shopping. So we'll see if we're able to find a house uh, that will work for us. Uh, We're moving away from the big city, or at least uh, moving uh, outside of the the center of it. Not that we're in the center, but we're moving even farther away (laughs) to find uh, the space for our growing family. And if any of you have any tips on buying or selling homes, feel free to shoot me an email because I'm eager to learn. Uh, You've been listening to Thomas Sumstead Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast. To find the blog version of this episode or to get new episodes delivered to your phone automatically, visit novelmarketing.com. Thank you for listening and live long and prosper.